Hello, oh, that's great. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process. I, of course, am your host, Greg Wareham. We got a great guest, and we almost didn't make it on the show because we're having too much fun before we came on the air. Too much fun. But Serena Duvall, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. So, Serena, tell us about yourself. Tell you about myself. We want to know say. everything. Um, local Tom's River, New Jersey. I actually grew up there. Mm -hmm. I was 10 years old. Um, was a stay-at-home mom until about nine, 10 years ago, which was the joy of my life and also the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> but especially as a young mom, because I had them young. Uh, but yeah, so about two years, maybe just under two years ago, I was like, I need to do something else with my life. Mm -hmm. um, I should probably get a job. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got into real estate. Um, my husband had been an investor for a few years prior to that. And okay had some friends that were like, you would be great in real estate. And I'm like, I'm changing diapers. I can't think about selling houses. <laughs> um, and so when it finally came to the point where I wasn't changing diapers anymore, I was like, yeah, I should probably, probably check this thing out. So I'm in real estate. I love it. It's built for me. That's fantastic. And you, you've done, you do really well. I do. do. Good I'm actually you. good at it. You are. You get great personality. <laughs> I can say it. Yeah. No, I always tell my clients, I'm like, listen, real estate can be one of the most stressful things in the world. But if you work with me, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> and now you are you have two daughters. Yes. 13 and, and seven? 10, who's 10, about to be right. 11. Actually, she's probably thinking she's about to be 19. But you know how that goes. Right. Little girls. <laughs> oh my God, made it funny not giving me a son. Well, that's what made, whoa. <laughs> well, but you know, you get it both ways because I have two kids. I have two boys and two girls. Okay. So the girls are kind of, they can be maybe a little f more fickle yeah. as they're kind of going through a their little? teenage years. You're being nice. Oh my gosh, but they're so much smarter. <laughs> <laughs> they're so much smarter. Uh, but that's a whole it's other story. Because girls mature faster, time. right? They do. That's what it is. The girls are more they mature. They do. They're like I, on it. <laughs> Boys are like, hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> I actually had that conversation with my daughter yesterday. She's in an acting uh, class and also, you know, rehearsing for a play or whatever. And she was like, oh, these boys are like so annoying. I'm like, how old are they? She's like, they're in fifth grade. I'm like, they're immature. And she was like, okay, but what about like the 13 year olds? I'm like, they're immature. I'm like, just wait. Eventually the boys will mature right. and then they'll be normal and it'll be great. I but mean, I can <laughs> tell you from experience, it may take until about, I don't know, 50. <laughs> they finally start to mature. <laughs> and then you may end up with a crazy one, which that wants to right. get the convertible Corvette. No slight to anyone that bought one, but it's kind of kind of nuts. Midlife. <laughs> All right. So we wanted to, I want to have you on the show yeah. because I know a couple of things. I know you're, uh, you're a working mom yes. and you're an expert in the Tom's River area, yeah. which to me is just such a gem in the state of New Jersey. Yes. So it is. so we're gonna we're talk a little bit about the market down there, but tell me okay. a little bit about Tom's River. Do you live in the area? So I currently live I own in Beachwood right now, but okay. I grew up in Tom's River. I I grew up in Green Island. I'm mm -hmm. not sure if you're familiar with Green Island, not but at all. uh so there's a main area in uh, Tom's River called Silverton, so it's really broken up into communities. Silverton is a community and behind Silverton is Green Island, which okay. is like a sub uh, division of Silverton. Is uh, it it's a waterfront communion. No, it's okay. a peninsula. Just, all right, well, close. Gosh. Three sides, not yeah, four. Yeah, okay. there's only one way in, one way out, unless you have a boat. <laughs> right. um, so I grew up on the island. It was so much fun. It was really cute. There's like maybe 10 streets tops, and I'm throwing a number out there. Um, so yeah, I grew up there walking around barefoot, going in the woods and building uh, forts and stuff in the marsh. It was great. It was a good time. But uh, I loved Tom's River. And so when my husband and I were buying, when we were younger, 
um, you know, we had a family and we're like, we want to buy, but we want to stay close to Tom's River because it's near and dear to my heart. So sure. we bought in Beechwood at the time, bought about eight years ago. Okay. Um, and I love Tom's River. Tom's River, you have to be, you're close to everything in Tom's River. So well, it's such a diverse community. It is. Right. Yeah. I mean, the people are diverse. Yeah. I think that income levels are diverse. Oh yes. Right. hundred percent. The area is diverse. You'd be mm-hmm. waterfront, you yeah. can be city. I mm-hmm. mean, it, let's talk a little bit about the different areas in Tom's River. Yeah. So obviously you have your waterfront areas, which are not exclusive to the Seaside Bridge area or like the Lavalette and all that, because that's mm-hmm. part of Tom's River. So Lavalette's part of Tom's River. Lavalette, Seaside Heights. Okay. Yeah, they're all part of Tom's River. And then you have like your exclusive little Island Heights area, which is really nice. I love Island Heights. <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous will they so let, cute. Will they let someone like me go visit? Totally. Do it. Okay. I'll just, try. Just, they don't have, they don't have mailboxes they have a post office and that's where you have to get your mail okay. that is a cute. slight because my town also doesn't and i have to go get my mail yeah so i'm in ocean gate right next to ocean gate it. is yeah. the same so cute love ocean gate wait a second but... let me get this right so you don't get a mailbox if <laughs> no. you buy there? nope you get a p.o box yep you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> I think at least you get a box right. like that's basically what they're saying you get a box you have to drive to get your mail so but people love it it's a really cute quaint community so sure. that's more like you know your your tom's river front so you have your obviously your waterfronts which are like your lagoons and whatnot uh your bay fronts um but that's like runs all along like fisher boulevard and then obviously the back end of silverton mm-hmm. um but yeah, Fisher Boulevard leading into, you know, going over the bridge, Seaside Bridge. So there's a lot of water area, but then there's more of like your Pines area. So that's like the section that's more towards like Lakewood, Manchester, like that side of Tom's River, which is more your northwest side. So um, and then your southern side is kind of like a mix of like your backwater slash Pines area. And that's like neighboring Bayville, Whiting, Beachwood, those kinds of areas. So it's. It's a lot. And then, of course, you have your center, center town, which is just the hustle and bustle. That's like Route 37. Route 37, Hooper Avenue, like that. So you got like your nice, quaint, like mid, uh, you know, uh, mid income type uh, housing, like in the center of the uh, the town. And then, you know, you just go out the outskirts, either go towards the water or towards, you know, the nicer homes, like along your old Freehold Road and down New Hampshire, that kind of area. So there's... A lot of diversity, which is really nice. So I take it the closer you get to the water, the more expensive. Oh, yeah. But right? the, even the further away you get from the water, it's expensive. So there's yeah, like it's expensive this, everywhere. Yeah, it's like it's definitely like two slices of bread and then you're either right smack in the middle or you're <laughs> one of the pieces of the bread. That's really what it is. But it's it's got a lot of variety. So um, and then there's like South Tom's River as well. So like South Tom's River is definitely more affordable and stuff like that. But um, there's definitely something for everyone, for sure. Oh, oh and of course your retirement community is low. There's there's a bunch of those as well. <laughs> now it's a big town. It's huge. So it's still a township, but there's about hundred thousand people or so Not in the town. Just under ninety two thousand. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to add eight thousand to it. <laughs> it's okay. I'll forgive you. <laughs> and it's the eighth eighth biggest town. Yeah. Yeah. In the state of New Jersey. Yeah. And I actually heard that it's like the hub of Ocean County. Yeah. Like when you think like what's like the bedrock of Ocean County, it's Tom's River. So you can see that though. I want it's got the population, it's got yeah. the business there. Yeah. You have full so much of it's on the coastline. Yes. Lots it, of it. And there's still a lot of it's affordable yes. as well. Yeah, which is good because people need affordable housing still. But it's right. nice too for the people who want to own two homes. You know what I mean? They want to sure. live in, you know, they work up in the city, they own something up that way, but they also want to come down here for the summer and 
not have to worry about you know renting from someone else so they own here and it's and it's affordable because sometimes the rents could be like a thousand dollars plus a night so if i want to come down and i want to vacation there for the summer what do you do in tom's river what do you do what don't you do i, I gotta know right of, there's the obvious you go to the beach okay. right you go to the beach you do the boardwalk that's like your obvious but some people aren't into that so there's a lot of like fishing crabbing boating jet skiing you know, yachts. I mean, not yachts. I mean, yachts. There's definitely always a lot. There's lot definitely yachts. yachts. People got a lot of money. <laughs> People definitely got some money. <laughs> There's yachts everywhere. People got money. <laughs> but no, you know, your your backwater things where people are, you know paddle boarding it's water sports right water sure. activities but then for people such as myself who enjoy shopping there's lots of that to do and eating out lots of really great restaurants little mom and pop places so there's a lot to do um activities for families i know my family i don't know about y'all but i love escape rooms i'm like super obsessed with we them. have one in this building St- i know i've been there we do actually two <laughs> of my kids twice. work there two of my kids work oh there. that's so them. fun yeah. faith yeah. and luke both work so there. much fun i get in the zone i love all the locks and the num- it's so much fun do you i hate them <laughs> <laughs> i feel trapped so i feel like, trapped that's like something whenever my family goes away we're yeah. like oh where's the nearest escape room so like I'm sorry. I'm just going to throw that out there. Holler out to the uh, escape rooms in town. But yeah, there's there's activities to do. I mean, urban air is always fun for people with families if you don't want to have to deal with the hustle and bustle of the beach and all that. Because there's traffic. There's definitely traffic getting sure. to the beach. So sometimes people are like, we're cool just hanging at a hotel with a pool and having somewhere nearby to just bring the kids to keep them active. So if I want to come down there and I wanted to rent something, mm-hmm. how can I get something that's kind of close to the water? Mm-hmm. And what do, what's, what do they usually cost? Call me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Call me, I'll get you a rental. Uh, but yeah, it depends. So if you're on land side, it's probably, it could cost you anywhere from 100 bucks a night to like $600 a night, depending on where you are. The closer to the water, it's going to be more expensive, bigger mm-hmm. the house, that kind of thing. Once you head over the bridge, that's when it starts like minimum, like three, four, five hundred $500 a night, and you can spend an exorbitant amount of money, like 45 grand a month, easy sure. on a rental out there, but they're like on the ocean right. or, you know, at least on the Bay side. So and um, when you go over the bridge, that's when you get into like Lavalette and those yeah. areas. Well, you get right into seaside. Okay. If you go down there, you head that way, you're going to hit Lavalette, your Ortley and stuff like that. And then if you go to the right, you have Island beach state park, which is my fave. Cause you just jam a bunch of people in a car and get on the beach for like seven bucks, which is nice. That's a super, super cool area. Yes. Island, yeah. It's very cool. Fun, fun story. Fun story. Uh, So I said fishing. We like fishing down over this way. And uh, my parents took me surf fishing one time to Island Beach State Park. And uh, have you ever gone surf fishing? Now, do you have to go all the way down to the end? You do. I mean, the thing's huge. Tell everybody how long it is. It's got to be. A surf pole? It's well, like. Well, I mean, when you get when you go down to Island State Park. Oh, it's miles. It's like 10 miles. It's to get miles. To the beach. Yeah. Yeah, it's miles. So you have like your different spots where they have, you know, the lifeguards and all that. But if you're like living on the edge, you could just keep going all the way to the end and just just live like your best life with no lifeguards um, and go fishing. All so, right. So you're surf fishing. <laughs> surf fishing. Okay. Have you ever done that? No. Okay. The pole. Is ginormous. I've seen them. It's very crazy. So imagine me like teenage Serena, you know, with a surf pole. I was always, I feel like I came out five foot six, by the way, like from the womb. I was just always been tall. <laughs> Nevertheless, this thing was towering over me even then. And well, I uh, came out five foot six and I'm still <laughs> five foot six. <laughs> <laughs> I look taller sitting down. <laughs> That's Stop great. it. I'm five, six and three quarters. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> and so we, uh, you know, we're, and I'm, I was never afraid to like bait my own hook and everything. Yeah. Sorry for anyone who's like an animal activist out there with the fish. I'm sorry. Um, but I would do that. And uh, one day I just went and cast my uh, lure into the ocean, which is the most, it's just the coolest thing ever. You feel like a superstar. 
And I didn't see it go kerplunk in the water. And I'm like, where the heck did my hook go? And right. so I'm like going like this. Finally, I go like this. And I go, oh, it was stuck in my head. <laughs> in, in my head? In my head, Not in man. your hair? No, in you my You didn't scalp. even feel it? Not at first. Until you yanked. Until I yanked. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> it was stuck in my scalp. Yeah. Jersey Shore life. That's what I mean, we do as kids. I mean, did you get hurt? Did you have to get a tetanus shot? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. My parents My parents are good parents. They probably, they probably got me a tetanus shot. Well, Sorry, mom and dad. Uh, no, no, no. But at but, least you got good parents. Yeah. They laughed while they were ripping it out of my head. So all good parents. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so this was my parent there. I'm going to go to Kipley's tangent with that. So when I was about uh, eight years old, we lived in Miami. Right. And I'm back flipping into a pool. And I hit my head on the side of the pool. That's dangerous. I don't even know how someone had a video. It's like 1970. Eight or whatever, <laughs> whatever the year is. And, you know, you're coming an inch away from hitting my head on the side of it. Right. So I hit my head. My mom's at work. She was a waitress. And my dad's home. It's on the weekend. I come home. I'm like, Dad, I hurt myself. He looks at it. He's like, yeah, you're all right. Get back out there. I was going to say, good luck. So I go back out there and I'm like, I'm kind of a little bit lightheaded. So, oh my God. So I go back and I'm like, Dad, you know, I'm not feeling great. I swear to God, we dispute this to the day in my house. I swear he took a handful of butter and rubbed it into the cut <laughs> to seal it and sent me back out. My mom comes home. She's like, Jack, what's, what's wrong with him? <laughs> So I had him needed like 14 stitches. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Just yeah. Anyway, it's a fine parenting moment. It's anyway, like I Windex on it, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now my dad was the oldest of 13, so no wound was like, no, no. you're fine. Get yeah. back out there. It's a problem. <laughs> That's scary, especially head wounds. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> I made it. But my hair never parted correctly right here. Oh, I yeah. get a cowlick. I still have it. Oh, at least it's not your it. fault. Like you weren't born with it. Not, that's true. <laughs> it's not your that's fault. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So anyway, so if you do, you go to the right, you get to Island State. Island Beach State Park. Island Beach State Park, which yeah. is really cool. I, mean, I can't help but think of the uh, Governor Christie picture. Oh, yeah. Right. If everyone remembers that. As soon as that. you said it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Picture him in the chair. Anyway, we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> But if you take a left, then you're into Ortley Beach and you're into Lavalette. Yeah. I mean, that's an expensive area. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it is. I mean, yes. that's when you start getting into the millions for some yes. of these waterfront yes. properties. Yes. I actually just brought a client over to one um, in Lavalette. Cute home, but it was like less than 900. No, it was probably about nine 950 square feet, roughly. Mm-hmm. And I think they had it listed for nine 985, I wow. think. And it was like a two-bedroom house. Million bucks for nine hundred and something square yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah, and it was in an HOA, and it's like, oh, what, what do you, what do you get? You get bragging rights that you live here. <laughs> that's, right. that's really what you get. I mean, but you live on the beach, like it's beautiful. Do a lot of people knock those homes down and um, rebuild them? Sometimes okay. I see that, but this is like it was a small lot. Like they really weren't going to be able to get much more okay. out of that. But like in Seaside now, you're seeing like them knock down houses and they're building these like tall, skinny, like new construction type thing, just trying to like capitalize on the real estate there. Um, right. They're beautiful homes. Don't get me wrong. If sure. like, you're but into the more that, you can get there, the better. Yeah, a hundred percent. So you, if you're not directly on the water, you can spend that much and get a really nice big house. There's other new construction there. They're like four bedroom. Nice. Do you, do you remember seeing me on a billboard in Lavalette? Here's my profile. No, I was on it for like two years. Were you? I was on a billboard. Yeah. Oh, that's so me and fun. my uh, friend John Santarpia yeah. were on a billboard there. How fun! And let me tell you how much you business you get in the mortgage industry from having a billboard. You don't get any. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really, you don't really get much of it right. at all. But who I would get phone calls from are people that knew me. Aww. Who'd be like, oh, hey, Greg, we see you on the billboard. <laughs> like, great. You want a mortgage? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, 
that. So, all right. So we went to Island Island Beach State Park. Island Beach State Park yeah. or Lavalette or Ortley Beach. Mm-hmm. So now for coming back over the bridge. Yep. Now those homes, I would imagine they're they're more to, more affordable. Yeah. For people. I mean, they you could still spend at least two million dollars on the water, sometimes more. Okay. I know a house in Tom's River right now that's going for like over seven million dollars so it's like you can still spend good money it doesn't mean that just because you're over the bridge that you're not spending um but you have a better chance of getting more for your money by going a little further inland in tom's river and still being minutes away from the beach like right. i have a listing right now it's literally eight minutes from the beach and it's in a waterfront community so people are happy with that they don't need to be on the water they just want to be close so it depends on what your what your budget is there's something for everyone sure now there's still people there that commute to the city oh yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely talk a little bit about that like distance from the city and what um, that lifestyle it depends like. right so i know some people who want to actually drive into the city let's say not with, without traffic which is like never that never happens right? right but without traffic they could probably spend an hour and change you know on, on the road okay um i do know a lot of people that more so will take like the train in or like the path in stuff like that um and at that you're cutting your commute almost in half wow um so now it's not how far do you hop on a train right in Tom's River? There's buses in Tom's River, right? Okay. Actually, downtown Tom's River, there are buses that a lot of people take that into the city as well. Okay, great. Yeah, now but usually it, your train's like more from like Long Branch and stuff like that. Okay, so you drive over to Long Branch and mm-hmm. then take the train from there. Yeah, you just have to be like hang out in the park and ride. But that park and ride in Tom's River is usually packed with people taking a bus up to the city. Okay. So it's, it's, a, good, it's a good spot. Well, that's great. I mean, you can live in the city and you got the hustle and bustle of everything mm-hmm. obviously going on. Yeah. And then you get home and you're in beach life. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not like, I think a lot of people too, they don't, especially if you work up in the city, you want to get somewhere that's a little more quiet, laid back, like suburbia type thing, but it's not dead. You know what I mean? Like right. you might buy something like out in Jackson, for instance, and it's like, it's dead. It's just right. sticks. It's like tree, 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 house tree 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 house (laughs) whereas tom's river it's like you have community so people still want community and at the same time they still want to maybe own you can still own like an acre of land in tom's river in certain areas that's Mm -hmm. not that's not unheard of you know nice size homes um but if you want to be around people and not be secluded then tom's river is a really good spot i know a lot of people also really like our location um because we're like 45 minutes to Atlantic City, which is yeah. another like big bonus too. People love that. Yeah, it is a sweet spot. In between you're between Atlantic City, spot. you're Philly, we're not, like an hour yeah, away. I was gonna say you're probably actually closer to Philly than you are to the city driving. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So there's a lot of options. So you got the beach, like we're not far from like even farms. Like I know for me, we love going like we we used to go Christmas tree shopping, farming like there. So you go there's like one like 30 minutes away um pumpkin picking you know emory's farm down in uh forgood river like going down there uh, not forgood emory's is out in um new egypt i'm talking about okay. argos so you know farms are they're not that far away so really it's like a nice little hub like you can get it's close great. to city apple you can go picking, you can apple picking stuff. the whole nine yeah so um it's it's a really sweet location That's it really great. is how's that how's the climate winter summer um it's new jersey yeah. So it's like a hormonal woman. It just picks and chooses. That's my opinion <laughs> of New Jersey. Uh, uh, New Jersey's cool. I mean, it's you won't get as much snow in Tom's River because we're closer to the water. So that's something that, you know, obviously yeah. if you're getting closer to PA, like there's more of an opportunity of you getting snow. Right. Um, if you're closer to the city or even north uh, northwest Jersey, I have a father who lives up there. They're getting snow in like 
October, right. like September, October. Uh, it doesn't really snow too much down here. It still snows, but just not nearly as much because you're closer to the salt water. Um, it melts, melts kind of fast. It's a little though. bit. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's, yeah. A, it's a little bit cooler in the summer. I mean, it's it's still summer. It's hot, right. but it's a little bit cooler because you're closer to the water, that kind of thing. So um, obviously, if you want to experience the ocean breeze, just hop over the bridge. Just It's a quick drive. But um, I'd say climate's it's nice. It's not... If you want to be close to the water and have that option to not be around as much snow and yeah, being closer to the coast is nice. 100%. That's great. That's it. And so I'm down there in the summertime. Mm-hmm. It was a big draw down there going to Seaside. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think boardwalk, that's what I think. Yeah. You know, I kind of think that Seaside-ish yeah. area. Locals more so go to Point Pleasant. I think right. when people are going to to Seaside, that's that's where they think, oh, we're going to Jersey Shore, we're going to Seaside. What let's do you do let's talk about Jersey Shore, right? That, let's that go. show Jersey well, Shore. Well, that was on that was on my list because they showed they filmed a lot of episodes. I didn't watch it. I never watched it. I feel like as a local honest. too, Stop I was it. like, give it to us straight. It was your favorite show. We know. Gosh, fangirls. Now, uh, no, I was like, I feel like that was like such a bad depiction of like the Jersey Shore because I was like, we don't talk like this. <laughs> like we don't do that. But um, so but no, it was like, it was definitely a lot of activity. It brought a lot of activity. One of the cast members was actually from New Jersey. Isn't that is, funny? Oh, were they all from just, like New York? Yeah, like Staten Island, New York kind of situation. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like that's not us. And and like a lot of people really associate now New Jersey with that show, which unfortunately is not a great depiction because you know it's a drama filled show. Yeah. Uh, so we definitely didn't get a, a great rap from that. So yeah, I was, right? I, I was down in Turks and Caicos, and they had asked us where we were from. Oh. I said, well, we're from New Jersey. As Rachel and I were there. We're from New Jersey. They go, oh, the Jersey Shore? I go, no. Sopranos. <laughs> 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 They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music. That's it. I'm going on a rewatch of The Sopranos, by the way. I'm right now? Famously, yeah. Really? Well, I haven't seen it in so long. Really long time, yeah. So it's been 20 years since I watched it. Right. Now we're like, we're deep in again. We're into season five. <laughs> I mean, That's you, an interesting one to pick up again. You forget what a spectacular show that really is. It was a good show. I mean, Definitely it really was. is. Yeah. Like, the writing in that show and the yeah. acting in that show. Because yeah. you remind yourself, like, they're actors. Now, time out. For know, those yeah. of you who are too young to remember The Sopranos, think this is us writing, like, quality, Right. Yeah, Sopranos was really well written, and so then as was This Is Us. But we'll go back to Sopranos because that's more New Jersey. Uh, it was so it's so well written and yeah. it's so well acted. Yeah. It's very very good. So that's an insight <laughs> so into my world. That's a, that's that's every night, Rachel. <laughs> What's and Greg I. doing? That's like the nine to ten shift right there, and then I'm in bed at ten o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I think I think like you said, Nick, the Jersey Shore show kind of put a little damper. Like Jersey Shore is really beautiful. It really is. It a is. lot of people. We have great beaches. Um, and a lot of people come here because we have great beaches and our boardwalks are fun. Like we really do have a really cool boardwalk. Um, obviously when, when Hurricane Sandy hit, that was devastating to the economy over there and everything. So, um, and inland too, like my parents living in Green Island, their house got hit. We were actually on, um, the weather channel. There was like a documentary that they did about Green Island, uh, getting hit by the storm. And Mm. so there's a lot of homes that are now, you know, raised in Tom's river as a result of it, which is good because that means flood insurance went down. It was nice. Sure. And a lot of those homes that didn't have an opportunity for a garage before now have one or two, which is great. What was it like to live through that when that storm hit and living in that area? Because I know how hard hit your area was. Yeah, it was. So I personally, my parents lived in the Island still. I was married. So I was living actually down in Tom, in uh, the other side of Tom's river. And so, um, 
I remember telling them like, hey, you know, it's getting kind of bad. And my stepdad was on oxygen. I'm like, just in case the power goes out, why don't you guys come stay with us just right. to be safe? It was like a voluntary evacuation, no big deal. And um, my parents came to stay with us and we went back a few days later because we were told the National Guard wasn't letting anyone in because it had gotten hit really bad. And we went there. And at, at the naked eye, like it didn't look like my parents' house got hit that bad um, right. until we really started looking and you go in the house and you could see like the line on the wall where the water had uh. risen too. So it was pretty crazy. Even in the backyard, like along their stockade fence, you can see how high the, the water rose. And now their street uh, was Harborview Lane in, in Green Island. And that is like the point of the island. It's like the highest point. Okay. It is the only street in the island that doesn't have a lagoon. Um, so... You know, we were like, hey, that's going to be in our favor. My parents didn't have flood insurance. They didn't need it type thing. And Mm -hmm. so um, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. We had, like, neighbors tell us who decided to stay. Like, there, it was, like, eerie because there were cars just, like, in the middle of the night. The alarms were going off, and they were submerged in water. And all you saw was, like, these lights flashing in the water. It was really crazy. And uh, one neighbor, uh, my neighbor down the street, actually grew up with his son. We were besties. Uh, he was telling me as he was driving, because he decided to evacuate once it started getting really bad, um, he started driving out and he said, you just saw at the end of the street, just water pummeling into the street, just filling it. Right. It was like really crazy. So, and then some of my neighbors decided to just like, we're staying, we're not going anywhere. And they were there as the waters were receding and people were, you know, on kayaks and on jet skis getting through the streets. So sure. it was, it was Pretty bad, actually. It took it's a long time to recover. People too. are still technically recovering. If you go into Green Island today, there are still houses being rebuilt, and I yeah. know that's not that that's not you know unheard of even in other sections of Tom's River as well where they were hit. Um, so the good news is. I think we're a little more prepared moving forward now. It kind of woke a lot of people in New Jersey up because most of us never experienced something like that. Right. So I think it it was it wasn't good that it happened, but it's it's good that we are now more prepared than we ever were. So right. You know, anything no. terrible can be turned into a good thing down the line when you really look at it. So now people I feel love a lot your more prepared. Perspective on that. Yeah. Thanks. It, it is. It's true. Yeah. Because really like I, New Jersey that was a uh, barely a category one i'm also a hurricane nerd i've like follow hurricanes all the time <laughs> it was barely a, a category one which is like your low grade of a category one happens in florida they hiccup they're like right. oh we're fine because they're prepared their infrastructure can handle that new jersey could not handle that we weren't used to something like that so right. um it's a good thing that now we're more prepared yeah. but i've my heart breaks for the people that that suffered i even spoke to a, another real estate agent the other day who was telling me that you know as much as it was painful she actually developed like a little community because yeah. y- you don't though someone who's gone through that versus someone who hasn't like you really you can't really explain to them what it was like because unless you experienced it yourself it's hard to you know like the even the cleanup and throwing all your stuff out to the curb and oh, throw pictures cut out everything throw, yeah, going through stuff. stuff and just saying yeah. what can we keep what can we not keep and you know family heirlooms like gone yeah, in in literally sad. a day you know yeah. what i mean so unless you really experience it you couldn't understand so it actually brought the community together in a in a really special way um that people still to this day you know 10 years later they're like they're friends they're like lifelong friends cuz like we we went through something together yeah. so Tom's River came back and we're good and it's strong and and our our boardwalk got repaired it looks great like um a lot of people might think of like that iconic picture of the uh the roller coaster in the water right right so that was all over the country yeah yeah exactly so uh, i'm just gonna say hopefully we're known more for the iconic picture than the jersey shore show now (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah like it it got hit really bad but we came back and uh tom's river strong baby it was good good. that's great there was even like towns 
that obviously uh, haven't fully converted to like digital. So a lot of like either historical documents, tax, housing. Terrible. A lot of like, you know, documents unfortunately were lost. So oh, sad. Such a shame. Yeah. You see it up here too. You look at towns like Union Beach up yeah. closer to this area. Yeah. Houses are still, they're, yeah. not, they're not redone. Yeah. I actually have visual of like houses in Green Island. There's just one house on Bayview, um, which is the house that, that that street is actually on the bay in right. Green Island. And um, literally, it's a, it was like a ranch and half of the house was completely blown away, right. except for the roof. It was like half of the house and like the roof was like barely hanging. And then it had just this, you could just see the bay looking in front right. of this person's house. It was devastating. You know, it's, I'm going to go off on a quick tangent about, you know, social discrepancy with mm -hmm. money, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you had money, you had your house fixed right away. Yeah. If you didn't have money, well, you got a problem. You know, whether yeah. or not it's waiting for the insurance company to kick yeah. in or anything like that. And as much as you try to rally around a community yeah. to help people, people don't care. No. Like from a from a, a country standpoint, it wasn't like it was, things weren't getting done quickly enough yeah. and it's taken, you still see houses that aren't rebuilt to this day. It's a shame. I mean, I do have a like cool little, um, I'm actually part of a nonprofit organization okay. uh, that out of Hurricane Sandy, we were birthed out of Hurricane Sandy. Like, okay. So, well, what is it? What's um, the name of the nonprofit? It's called Jersey Shore United. Okay. Um, so we're a local nonprofit. We actually help people who've been affected by natural disasters. So fantastic. we actually helped, uh, I think it's just over 800 families get back in their home. Um, fantastic. Sorry. Samaritan's Purse wound up donating to us, which was huge because we were like this little tiny nonprofit that like yeah. popped up. You know, it's actually my pastor's idea. He was like, you know, Barry, go do it. It's a good friend of mine. He led yeah. it and it just, it blew up like people and, and just, it was precious because you got to be a part of seeing people find hope again. And because when they don't have the money, they didn't have the flood insurance or there was a gap and like they're being told like, sorry, we can't fill the gap, find it somewhere else. Like right. we were able to come in and not only get them back in their home, but do it to no cost to them, that's, which that's was fantastic. amazing. So that charity, if people mm -hmm. wanted to, don't, excuse me, I always stuttered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, tell, I was telling my wife, I think I'm losing my mind slowly, <laughs> my fifties. So if someone wanted to donate to the charity, how would they do that? Just the go to jerseyshoreunited.org. That's it. Okay, yeah, so jerseyshoreunited.org, jerseyshoreunited. yep, Jersey check Shore. it out. Mm -hmm. Jerseyshoreunited.org is, is where you can go to donate. And we actually still are looking to help people. So like if someone's having a hard time with a roof and they really can't afford to get it replaced, like we come in, we help them with that. Right. Um, even something as simple as like their landscaping is like really a mess and they can't afford and like maybe their neighbors are giving a hard time, but the person might be elderly or, you know, can't take care of it themselves. They don't have sure. anybody in their family that's close by that can help them out. Like we, we like to, you know, give back to the community. What a, what a great cause. Yeah. So, Serena, we're going to go to a quick break. Greg okay. Wareham, Serena Duvall. We're going to take two minutes. We'll be right back at you. Sounds good. Hello, everybody. and Welcome back to Your Mortgage Process. I'm, of course, Greg Wareham. Serena Duvall. Serena, how you doing? <laughs> Great. All right, let's talk about the downtown area in Tom's River. Yeah, so downtown's really adorable. Um, I guess you could say one of the cool things that came out of COVID was, you know, the outdoor dining thing, that whole scene. So they actually have done something where now it's going to stick uh, in May, the, you know, next month, this month. Oh, is it May yet? It's, it's May. May. Is it May? It is. Oh my gosh, that's right. My daughter's birthday is in seven days. I know. And your brother's birthday is and a my week brother's, from yesterday. Yep. From Wednesday. Oh my He's gosh. the 10th. May 10th. The 10th. Just like someone else I know. Uh, my birthday is May 10th. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to give him your cash up and Venmo. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so downtown 
downtown, they um they actually like shut down the street, Washington Street, and they uh, put a bunch of tables and stuff like that. Certain restaurants will actually have outdoor dining, which is really cool. Kind of gives you like that Red Bank feel, which is really nice. Um, but there are like all like little coffee shops, pastry places, and everything where it's like within walking distance down that way. So that's Great. like the. I guess you can call it the financial district of Tom's River, for lack of better words, three courthouses, stuff like that. But it just seems like they've, um, like, there's a lot of, like, older homes there, which is sure. really cool, like, old uh, Victorian homes. I love I love that, like, architectural style. Victorian, it's the brick buildings down in there, right? Is no, that? No, no, like no. No, okay. You know, those spot. massive homes. Like, there's actually the oldest home in Tom's River. It was built in like the 1800s. Is down mm. there on Water Street, so it's like old, old. Oh homes. yeah, Water Street. I used to work at uh, yeah. for a big bank that yeah. had an office in Tom's River. Yes. I used to manage that office. Actually, oh years really? Ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so there's it's it's really cool. There's a lot of old history there. Like if you just want to kind of walk around and check out right. some old Victorian houses, but as far as like. I love coffee, a really good cup of coffee. So I like going down there and hitting up the coffee shops. There's this awesome taco place down there. Oh my gosh, they make great food. <laughs> um, and then you get the library that's down there and you're within walking distance to um, to the Tom's River, like the Tom's River, um, where you got like the river lady down there. So there's like the dinner cruises, which people really like. So it's cool. Like, oh, that's great. You know what? I never connected Tom's River. There actually is a Tom's River. The down Tom's there. River. And that's right off of Water Street. It that's is, that river yeah. back there? That is it. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. I did not know that. Welcome to Tom's I don't River. Know much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really cool. So a lot of people you'll see people fishing off of there and or there's Water Street Grill right there, which is nice. People drive their boats up and, and have uh dinner there or lunch or whatever, which is really cool. So downtown's really, really sweet. It's awesome. Well, I know you and Nick were going back and forth as to some of the best sushi places oh. in Tom's River. There's a few of them. There's a few. I mean, they disagreed on what the best one was. Yeah. However, they're all fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, for real. I mean, I China is like you know, China, Zena, Xena. You know, X I N A. That's how right. you. That's how it's spelled. Look it up on Google. Um. <laughs> so yeah, they. A lot of people like going there, and I think it's, in my opinion. It's the close proximity to uh, the 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 boardwalk. You literally are right before the bridge, and right. China's on your left. Um, so a lot of people like going there. It's pretty exclusive. It's like a smaller spot, so like it's at times it's like hard to get into, which I kind of think makes people think like, "Ooh, this place must be amazing. I can never get in." But make a reservation, y'all. Um, but no, it's pretty cool. It's like a little BYOB type thing. Um, it's nice. It's definitely a really cool spot. Personally, I go a little further inland. I like Koi Hibachi or um, Wangsu. You can bring a massive family to Koi Hibachi and everyone eats really well and it's not going to like break the bank, which That's is great. really cool. Wang Sushi's like a little hole in the wall. I, I love I love their sushi and their pad thai. So definitely some cool spots. Best bu buffalo slice pizza. I don't go in sushi. Dario's Pizza, man. The man. Where, where's Dario's? On 37? No, it's on Hooper across from Target. Hooper at Dario's. Okay. Yeah, Dario's Pizza. We've been going to Dario's for a long time. Like back in the day when my husband and I were super broke, got married as like 22-year-olds. Wow, we were young. Uh, that's where we had like our dinner rehearsal dinner was at Dario's. So like we go Great. back, like that's my buddy. And I always go there for a really solid buffalo slice. He's got really good. He only just started like getting Grubhub and everything to deliver. He never had to deliver everyone and his business is always booming like if you're a right. pizzeria and you don't have to deliver you're doing yeah, really you're doing well. Something well yeah you're doing something really well so like his dinners are really good his pizzas are really good good quality um and then now through grubhub and whatnot he does deliver but yeah he's cool um 
I love buffalo chicken pizza. My gosh. <laughs> it's good. You got to get the right kind, though. Yes. It really does matter. Some people go too heavy with the buffalo ratios. sauce. Ratios. It's all it's about the ratios, All man. about the ratio. Exactly. <laughs> ratios and crust. And I'm telling you, True. nails it every time. You like a thin crust or a thick crust? I like a thin-ish. I don't, mm. I'm not like bar pie. Oh, so pie. you're kind of like right in the middle. Yeah. I like bar pies are cool, but yep. it's either a bar pie or it's not. Like... Right there in the middle, but where the crust is still crunchy and you don't That's feel like key. you're biting into a bunch of dough. Couldn't agree It's got to be like right there. I the want to be able to hold my pizza and it's not flopping yes. in the front. Like the dude that does uh, the barstool uh, reviews, yeah. right? Yep. When you see the come out of the thing and it's floppy, you're like, this is just It's all wrong. Put it back in the oven. Yeah, it's got the oven, the the box, uh, the dead, the box issue. When the box makes it all soggy, I'm like, forget it. <laughs> you got to eat that stuff fresh. But right. his pizza actually stays crispy even yeah. out of the box. That's good. Check it out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Dario's pizza. <laughs> I hope I get a free slice out of that, Dario. Uh, at least you deserve. <laughs> so I want to sh- shift gears a little bit. Yeah. So May to me is Mother's Day. Yes. Month, right? And my you know, baby was born on Mother's Day. Oh, you know what? To me, it's like one of the biggest holidays of the year. Yeah. You know, being married with four kids. I mean, Mother's Day is a big deal. Yeah. And I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of the challenges mm-hmm. of being a working mom. Yeah. Because <laughs> it talk, talk to that a little bit. Like, what yeah. are some of the challenges with it? Well, it was kind of a difficult, it was difficult for my children um, because they had me around as a stay-at-home mom for such a long time. Right. And so it went from mom is literally like, I'm volunteering at the school all the time. And mom, mom is always there to mom, wait, what do you mean you're not volunteering for lunch recess now? And I'm like, well, I have to work. And so it was a little difficult for them to transition. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. After that and the, the benefits of working mom now. But um you know, I still try to make a priority. I coach, I coach softball and basketball. So okay. like, that's kind of like my way of saying, okay, well, I'm going to make sure I carve out this time with you guys, with something that you enjoy, something we share together. Right. Um, it's just, in my opinion, it's just making sure you're intentional to be present. It is difficult in my industry because um, like when a lot of the world is like done working, I'm still working. Right. So, you know, I'm answering phone calls, answering emails, you know, showing houses, doing that kind of stuff. Um, later in the day and my children are like, we want to play Monopoly. And I'm like, I'll be home in like two hours and we can play Monopoly the rest of the night. So it's really just a a matter of balance and just, I think, open communication and just kind of checking in with them because I think it's easy to, um, and I've totally, I've, I've missed the mark many times and had to, they were like, mom, you're always on your phone. I'm like, okay, I hear you. Let me make sure I'm creating margin in my life because I want to make sure that my clients are, are a priority, but my family comes first. And sure. so um, there is a way to balance it. I'm actually learning to do that very well now, but it was a challenge at first. Uh, but there are benefits. So my daughter, uh, you know, we're out to dinner one night and um, it was just me and her, my little one, the one who thinks she's 19. She's going on 11. <laughs> uh, so she's we're out to dinner together and I get a lead for, you know, one point two five million dollar uh, home. And so I'm like, Das, I got to answer this, babe, real quick. So I get on the phone and right, actually right before I answer it, we were talking about how she wants Nike blazers, right? So she's right. got to have them. They're like $130 pair of sneakers. I'm like, you're 10. Because you remember getting those when you were a kid. Yeah, I'm just right. saying. Yeah, really. She's going to grow out of them in a year. I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, why do you need $130 pair of sneakers? <laughs> it's not the money. It's the principle. Right. And so we, were, we have been talking about that. And so right before I pick up the phone, she was like, if you sell that house, can you buy me Nike blazers? I was like, <laughs> I will buy you two pairs of Nike blazers if I sell those. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I actually told the client that I was like, listen, I, I'm out to dinner with my daughter, so I can't be. I want. I need to be brief, but I just want to let you know that 
when I sell you this house, I owe my daughter two pairs of Nike blazers. He oh, thought it great. was hilarious. And so seriously, till this day, she's like, mom, did that million dollar house sell yet? You can get me my blazers. <laughs> she's like, actually, can I trade one of the blazers in for a pair of Uggs? And I'm like, really? Really? You have she's like good. 17 she's already, pairs She's already negotiating. She's a negotiator, like hands that. down. The uh-huh. girl's an entrepreneur at the, at the <laughs> core. I'm like, you were going to make great money one day, kid. But yeah, so there's perks. There's definitely perks of a working mom because now you have the two incomes well, in the home. You didn't sell the house yet? No, not yet. Okay, it's coming. Limited it's inventory. Coming. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. No, it's coming. <laughs> Let me go. It's a serious question, though. Okay, so it's very demanding as yes. a working mom. And, and yes. Look, I mean, for the most part, guys can't relate to that. No. It's a different, it's just a yeah. different dynamic. Yep. So Especially girls. With girls. Yeah, so how do you very do it? Me. And at the same time, I can understand time management and doing yeah. everything. How do you do it and have such a positive energy flow that you have? How do I do it? I, like I said, I think it's communication. I yeah. think it's communicating with them and letting them know, like, um, I hear you and I'm I'm not trying to overlook you. I'm going to make time for you. I think they need to hear, like, I'm going to make time for you. But then you need to execute. You need to make sure well, you it. actually do what be you on the say thera- you're going to do. They'll be on the therapy couch talking yeah, about how mom exactly. wasn't exactly. Yeah. Like, she promised, she promised, she promised, and she never delivered. Like, I, I try to be very intentional about that. Or I'll tell them straight up. I can't promise this to you right now. Everything in me wants to give you my word that I could definitely do this at this time. But because I can't promise it to you, I don't want to say that I can because I never want to break my promises. And so I think just letting them know, like, I love you and I'm present and I'm doing this for us. And there's even opportunities where with like when I'm walking with buyers or even some of my my sellers, like I could bring my kids along with me. You know what I mean? So they kind of feel like a part of it. That's what's cool about this industry. Like, you know, you feel out your client and certain clients are like, bring your kids. I don't care. And so at that point, not only do they get to see my process and me out doing what I enjoy doing. And I feel like for young girls, like seeing their mom in, in an industry that really I would say is is still pretty heavily male, right. not because, you know, they maybe take women not being as serious in this industry. You're not going to be a strong negotiator yeah. for me. You know, you're not going to resent. No, listen, I'm going to bust my butt for you just as much as any man would. You know what I mean? So like showing my daughters like I'm doing well in this industry and I'm being an example to you, whether you follow me in my footsteps or you do something else great that you love, like just know that treat your clients well, you know, respect yourself, respect your family and you're going to be successful. And so, um, I, I just really feel like I'm inspiring them to some degree, but I, I have to be sensitive to their needs. They're little girls. And if I'm not raising them, someone else is going to be right. So I got to make sure to be present. You know, and I think that's, that's amazing. I think from my own personal experience, my wife was at home for 15 years Mm -hmm. and she went back. She's a real estate agent. Yeah. And you know, you watch that transition because I think first of all, from the, the husband side of it, right. You don't realize how much is done for you. Yeah. You Until really it's not don't. there anymore. Until it's not there. You're like, oh my God, this is all the stuff that you do. What do you do? mean my laundry's not folded? <laughs> and you've got to go through that process. And yeah. you need both the whole sides family's like, affected. The whole family's yeah. effective and the whole yeah. family has to kind of buy into the whole thing. Yeah. But I just watch, you know, as as you just articulated, the impact that it has mm. on the kids from a positive standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Let me see mom go. Yeah. Look what mom's doing. Yeah. And mom's accomplishing and building an yeah. independent woman. Yeah. And especially with with girls, I just think that, that I think that's amazing. Yeah. I, I have so much respect for that, and I think uh, the ability to do that multitask—it's—it's uh, it's uh, not without its challenges. Well, guys can't me. do it. <laughs> <laughs> can't. I'm so glad. I'm like secretly still happy that they fight over who's going to sit next to me when we go out to dinner. I'm yeah. like, stop, guys, stop, Seriously, stop, stop, really, <laughs> go. You sit wherever you want. It's separate. Do I have there. to sit by dad? Like, stop. He's right there. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I mean, I'm yeah, still yeah. very, very close with my daughter. So it's I just, awesome, like I said, when I first got started, it's very exciting. I'm a yeah. go, go, go person. I work I really tell. hard. <laughs> I work really hard, especially when I love what I'm doing. I could do this like 24 hours a day, like re- well, I'm probably exaggerating slightly, like 21 hours a day. I need some sleep. But li- I love it. It's so much fun. And when I love something, I'm like all in. <laughs> so go hard, go home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I had to kind of, when they started making those comments, I was like, okay, wait. These are my children. Like, I don't want to ever, you know, them be in the therapy chair because of me. I don't yeah. want to be the reason. And so I, I just... I just, I would just say, really, just listen. Just listen to them. The little comments that they make, they're making it for a reason, right? right? There's a reason why they're saying the things they do. There might be a reason why they're acting out. And are you present? Are you taking time to sit with them? Are you helping them with their homework? Are you at their games? Right. And I think with my industry, I've been afforded the ability to, yeah, I'm I'm busy. I'm a working mom. I work hard. But I've sure. also been afforded the ability to be flexible, which is why, like, with coaching and stuff like that, I'm able to be present and be, you know, taking my daughter to her acting classes. We're actually going out to L.A. in June for this acting thing for my one really? daughter. Yeah. So I'm, like, going to be gone for a week doing uh, that. And then I'll be gone for three weeks in July going on vacation with my family. It's like my industry has enabled me to do that. And I yeah. think with my children seeing, like, it's not all just mom's always busy, busy, busy. She still has time for us. And I think that's what's most important. That's great. Yeah, Dana, it's cool. Thanks for sharing. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. So what do you do for fun? What do you like to do? What do I do for fun? What do you do for fun? <laughs> Besides escape rooms? Um, <laughs> let's see. What do What's I do for fun? What's your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby. <sighs> I really love to sing, obviously. That I told really? you guys that. I'm a oh, oh really? What do you like to sing? <laughs> music. What kind of music? You like uh, songs by Adele? Oh, he's going there. He's going there. <laughs> You're going to make my upper lip sweat really no bad way, right now. No, I want to hear. I want to hear you sing. Everyone oh my gosh, music. really? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, wait. I need to take a sip of water. Okay, we got time. Can I tell you? It is much easier to sing in front of a crowd of like a thousand people than two people. Is it? It's so much easier. Huh. I have no fear standing on a stage with a bunch of people. Interesting. I t- All right, I okay. I if, I, if I close my if I close my eyes, will it be better? I'll close my eyes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go serena. All right, let me think. Let me think. How's the song go? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be nervous. No, not Don't at all. Don't judge me. All we right. Know how good you are. <laughs> now there's really serious pressure. <laughs> all right, ready? When the rain is blowing in your face and the whole world is on your case. I could offer you a warm embrace and make you feel my love. That's all I got. That's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's, That's all great. I got. Beautiful. You have a beautiful Sweating voice. Sweating horribly. Thank That's you. Fantastic. <laughs> so, Serena, if someone was looking for real estate yeah. in Tom's River yeah. or, or vacation yeah. place, what's the best way to reach out to you? My phone number. Ooh. Really? <laughs> no, yeah. or they can also follow me on Instagram, sell with Serena, S A R I N is in Nancy A, sell with Serena. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram, DM me on there. I'm on there a lot. Um, or just call me, 848 I'm I'm a millennial, so like I like texting too, Like, but I could appreciate a really good phone call. Give us a phone number one more time 848 333 8171. And don't be surprised when you see it on a billboard. 
Uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Listen, reach out to Serena if you have any questions about Tom's River. Or yes. even if you're if you're a mom, a working mom that's yeah. trying to get into this industry, reach out to yes. her. Yes. Oh, Pick that, her brain. I'm so glad you brought that up because I am passionate about that. Yeah. When I got into this industry and I saw how many stay-at-home moms were like, wow, you're so inspiring. Like, I, I could never do that. I'm like, yes, you can. Yeah. And I've actually helped stay-at-home moms do it and like be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I, I feel like stay-at-home moms and I, I'm so sorry. It's like, I'm really, this is like my... This is like my go. What is that called? My pedestal, right? I'm like, yeah. let me let me you got a platform. To the choir. Yeah, this is my thing. I know how being a stay-at-home mom, and sometimes you feel like, is this is all I can do? It's just white butts and counters for the rest of my life. And sure. like when you finally are like, all right, I want to go do something where I feel like I'm contributing to the family because that was hard for me. I'd be like, honey, can I get 20 bucks? Right. You know what I mean? Like totally. he gave it to me freely. Don't get me he wrong. He didn't give you anything. <laughs> Let's just get that straight. All right. My, my, I had my, my, my wife earned it more than I earned it. <laughs> I totally had <laughs> my own it credit card. <laughs> didn't work without her. Uh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. It's just it was like at first it was kind of awkward because I I worked from the age when I was fourteen, so mm -hmm. becoming a I never had stay at home moms in my in my sphere. Like I had to learn how to be a stay at home mom, and so you know getting into the work industry again and kind of feeling like man, I I want to feel like I'm contributing. I want to feel like. I can do more than just be a mom. I know I have these great qualities and these skills and I want to be able to apply them. And I think um, some stay-at-home moms, like they get discouraged thinking that they can't do that. And I'm like, I am living proof. You could totally do it and right. you still be a great parent, still be a great wife, enjoy life and, and really just set something up for your kid's future. And I love being able to be, in, I'm a big encourager. I don't know if you can tell about yeah. that. I love speaking into people's lives and just yeah. helping them to see the bigger picture. Um, I had people like that, you know, in my life who really inspired me, like, just go, just go for it. That's great. Who Serena. cares? You so I, I'm definitely for the stay at home mom. So for real. And even if you're not a stay at home mom, young girls, I'm like, I wish I knew this when I was just getting out of high school. Sure. Like, I wish I would have done this. Um, and young boys too. It's cool. All the people. I'm happy. I love to train. I love to coach. I have a passion for that. Just teaching people. And if I don't know it, I'm like, cool, let's lock arms and go learn together. Like I, I just I love people and I love seeing people be successful. And if I had a small part to play in that, it's I feel like I did my my duty in the earth. That's fantastic, Serena. Yeah. Well, thank you. I know you're busy. Thanks. I appreciate you taking the time today yeah. to be on the show. My pleasure. Serena Duvall, everybody. Thank you. If you need something, Tom Shiver, reach out to Serena. And I want to thank everyone out there for listening to Your Mortgage Process. We look forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.